1: Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo
2: Cousins on Fresh Wing Radio. Leprosy is contagious, but Jesus reached out his hand. Some will ask, why would Jesus reach out his hand? Well, Jesus had just got his, his first four disciples, and he wanted to show them what love was. Love is reaching out to the unreachable, loving the unlovable, reaching out. Ah, Question, when's the last time you reached out? We hope you're
1: excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins.
2: But Jesus reached out his hand. Some will ask, why would Jesus reach out his hand? Well, Jesus had just got his, four, his first four disciples, and he wanted to show them what love was. Love is reaching out to the unreachable. Loving the unlovable. Reaching out. Ah, question, when's the last time you reached out? Oh, oh. Jesus, he reached out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing. Be cleansed. Immediately, his leprosy left him. See, Jesus had touched people before. Touching was not the, uh, healing was not the miracle. It was who he touched. Pastor, break this down. Uh -uh. See, you can touch a prostitute in church but nobody knows she a prostitute. You know, we could dress up real good. You could could touch an alcoholic in church and not know he's an alcoholic. You could touch a weed head, marijuana, Mary Jane, whatever you want to call it. And you may not know who you're touching. But see, the leper, it was all evidence on his skin, his face. So Jesus is saying sometimes... (laughs) We don't touch them because we see their sin. Let me help you. Every now and then, a young lady gets pregnant. And we ostracize her because we see her sin. But we don't talk about the boy. The last time I check it, take two. But see, her sin is evident. So therefore, we judge her not talking about you just lucky it wasn't you. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm going leave y'all alone. Jesus touched the untouchable. To be a witness of what we're supposed to do. See, when a leper was within a certain distance, a leper would have to yell out, unclean, unclean. And tell everybody, I'm unclean. Don't come close to me. I'm unclean. How would it be if we came to church and says, I'm a hoe. I'm a hoe. I'm a drunk. I'm a drunk. I'm a weed head. I'm sleeping my around right now with somebody. See, see, pastor, that's rough. Imagine you had to call your sin as an introduction. The leper had to diagnose and tell everybody his issue. Imagine that. I'm gay, I'm gay. How do you handle that? And Jesus says, okay, I know you won't clean. but Come over here. I got you. See... I'm not going to stand before you and act like I don't have issues. We, we went to a spot. I don't want to say the name. because I don't want y'all to judge anybody. It was a restaurant, salad place. And there was a, a young guy that I, I assumed he was gay. I don't know because I don't know. But he dressed differently. Just keep it at that. And my wife said, why are you acting different around him? I said, because I feel uncomfortable. And uh, she says, you shouldn't do that. I said, well, let me, let me just work. Let me figure me out. Because I didn't feel comfortable a, a man looking at me like that. Now, I'm talking about me. I'm not telling you anything about you. I, I just felt, hey, hey, homeboy, don't be look, Hey, what? Well, you know. <laughs> You know, I I, I I I wasn't ready, man. I wasn't ready. I I don't know that. I, look, that was me, okay? So I didn't I, I didn't know how to respond. So I went I went to God. I said, God, what am I supposed to do with this? He said, This you have people in church who are sinning, having sex with people, getting high, getting drunk, stealing, lying. All up in here. Look at your neighbor and say, Is he
0: talking about you? Yeah.
2: Come on, look, come on, come on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, look at look at neighbor and
0: say, Were you out last night?
2: Come on, come on. What club you go to? Come on, but let's be let's be honest. Let's be real. Nobody in here is perfect. Now we look good today, but I wonder what you look like last night. I met her in a club too, by the way. <laughs> ah, yes, Lord! Okay. Cosmopolitan Tallahassee. <laughs> yeah, you can find a diamond in the rough. <laughs> mm, stop, Jumbo, stop. <laughs> but Jesus touched the untouchable. I don't want us as a church to get so saved, so spiritual, that we are no earthly good. That you know so much Bible, but you can't. Look, look, at one point in time, some of y'all don't look as good as you look today. At some point in time, some of y'all woke up in a bed that was not yours. Let me talk about me. I'm be good, Bane. I'm be good. Anybody woke up? Don't raise your hand. Don't do it. Just blink at me. Anybody woke up and said, Oh Jesus. (laughs) Did I do that? Yes, you did. (laughs) But even in that situation. God saved you, even though you messed up. God loved you in spite of the worst of you. God's... Jesus, hallelujah, praise the Lord. So, So that experience with that brother that could have been gay, bisexual, I don't know. I changed. And I said, how can I treat the dude I know is messing up with love? Because, see, what we do is we want to glorify sins. See, since his issue is not my issue, his issue is demonized or her issue. When at the end of the day, we lost and we need a savior to help us. So then I had to change. My, because, see, you don't know their story. You don't know how they got there. See, all you see is where they at. And sometimes, you, if you dig a little deeper, you realize how they got there. So I had to change. I said, what would Jesus do? He would go after the least, the lost, and the left out. And in this society... There's different six segments who are the least, the lost and the left out. And as a body, that should be what we do. Hallelujah. Verse four says this, huh. Oh, this is good too. Jesus says, "I'm willing. Nowhere in the Bible did Jesus say no. If you came to him for help, the answer was yes. Then it says that he was cleansed immediately. Ooh, Jesus, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you have it immediately with your name on it. Come on. See, see. when God works, it don't take long God for
1: God to. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. And now let's get back to the word.
2: Come on, man. I'm speaking in my life. Boy, Jemiah, you have it immediately on your life. See, see, you got to start speaking this thing. See, you may have a situation that you've been waiting for God to turn around. You need to start speaking to your situation immediately. Wow, wow, wow. Because see, God says, greater works than these you shall do. <laughs> oh, I like verse 4. Look what he says, verse 4. And Jesus said to him, see? You go tell, tell no one about this, but go to church. Go to church, testify, and give an offering. Hmm. Go to church. He said, don't tell nobody, but go to what? Testify and give an offering. I got a question for some people today. Uh, Did God get y'all up this week? Yes or no? I wonder how many accidents he saved you from this week. So when I thought about that, every time I come into God's house, I got through another war zone and I got back. That's why David says, I was glad when they said, let's go to the house of God. Why? Because, see, I understand <laughs> that last year at this time, I was diagnosed with stage 3 cancer. But guess what? As I stand here today, I'm cancer-free. Why? So I'm glad every time God gives me a chance to come give him glory. I'm glad when God got me up in my right mind. I'm glad when I got the real breath of life. I'm glad that I got some money in the bank. I'm glad that I haven't been hungry in the last 24 hours. I'm glad. Every time I come here, I have an opportunity to give him my worship. Why? Because God's been good to me. Because I don't know about you. Some of y'all have been in some places where you know you should have died. But by God's grace, he says, look, go to church. Testify. The Bible says we're made overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. The reason you have to testify It's because there's somebody here today who's weak, weary, and tired, and they need your testimony. Hey, brother, how you doing this week? Man had a rough week. Well, let me tell you, brother. I've been where you've been. And guess what? God did it for me. Guess what? He can do it for you. Hey, sister, I, I understand what you're going through. I understand that. But guess what? God did it for me. God can do it for you. We're made of comers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testify. See, I can testify of his goodness. I can testify of his grace. Because guess what? He saved me when he saw the worst in me. He said, go, go. T- Go, go go to church. Question. If Jesus said go to church, and you have the audacity to say, well, I, I'm, I'm here at Bedroom Baptist. Me and Jesus, we're going to work it out by ourselves. The, the devil is a liar. The Bible says do not forsake the assembling, because something happens when believers get together. There's a power that starts to happen and we can just get together. Oh, thank you, Father. Wisdom keys, wisdom keys. I got two. Number one, he came to convert, not to convict. I mean, sin, you, you're not, you're going to feel conviction, but that wasn't the goal. He came to convert us. John three sixteen says, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world, that he even gave his one and only begotten Son, so that whoever... Who's left out of whoever? Nobody. Whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. But God did not send the son of the world to judge and condemn, like some of us do, the world. That is to imitate the final judgment, initiate the final judgment on the world. But that the world might be saved through him. Listen, brothers and sisters, you may be the only Bible. Somebody is going to see. And you might be the only Jesus somebody hears. I I love the story of the footprints in the sand. (laughs) The man had a conversation with God, and God says, as long as, as you follow me, I'll walk with you. He gets to the end of his life, and he looks at the footprints in the sand. And he says to God, why? At my darkest, toughest times, I didn't see your footprints. I only saw one set. And the Lord said, the only reason you saw one set, because I was carrying you the whole time. Sometimes you think, well, you're by yourself. You're not by yourself. For the word of God says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's an ever-present help in a time of trouble. Oh, baby, he's there. He is there in the midnight hour. He knows the hairs on your head. He knows every tear you've cried. For the Bible says there's a cup where he numbers your tears. His eyes are on the sparrow. Don't you know he's watching out for you? And in the midst of your despair, understand God is right there. Hallelujah. Number two, number two. He came to give them an example. This is John 13, 15. He says, for I gave you this as an example that you should do in turn as I did. Praise God to you. Raise your hand if God has done some great things for you. Raise your God, hand if God has saved you, picked you up when you were down. So guess what? You have an obligation to do that for somebody else. You have, an, you have to do that for someone else. You have to help somebody. I know sometimes you feel like, well, I, don't, I can't help anybody. I'm not in a position to help them. Well, guess what? You can help with a testimony. You can help with a prayer. Praise God, you can buy them a sandwich. You can, do, you can do something. Because, see, you may not think that your touch is important, but your touch is vital. I read this story, and it blessed me. This is from a, a book, The Kingdom of God, a Party. Tony Campolo talks about an experience he had late one night in Hawaii. It was in one of those sleazy places that deserves to be called the greasy spoon. The fat guy behind the counter came over and asked him, What do you want? Tony Capello ordered some coffee and a donut. While sitting there at 3:30 a.m., to his discomfort, marched in eight prostitutes. They were loud, they were crude. They were talking about all kinds of things that did not make him feel comfortable. One of them said this. Hey, hey girls, tomorrow's my birthday. I'm turning 39. Tony overheard this, and he waited for the prostitutes to leave. He went to the fat guy behind the counter. He said, hey, sir, the one who said it was her birthday, what's her name? He said, that's Agnes. He says, does she come here every night? He says, every night, about 3.30. She said it's her birthday. Yeah, I heard that. Said, how about this? How about tomorrow night? I bring a birthday cake, and we celebrate her birthday. He said, well, that's kind of different. He said, okay. He said, I'll be back tomorrow night at 2.30 in the morning and set everything up. <laughs> at 3.15, every prostitute in Hawaii, Honolulu, was in the jazz joint. When Agnes came in, they said "Happy birthday," and they sang "Happy Birthday." Her knees were shaking. She was crying. She was weeping because no one ever did anything like that for her. She took the cake and ran home. Tony said, "Well, what should we do now? Let's pray." The big guy, the big guy said, "Hey, preacher, you ain't tell me you're a preacher." Don't come in here with that preaching," he says. "What kind of church is this?" <laughs> he says, "The kind of church that'll have a party for a prostitute three thirty in the morning," and he said, "He says, I would, I want to be a part of that church." I got a question, family. Just because we all dressed up don't mean somebody ain't been out last night three thirty in the morning, and I'm not calling anybody anything. I'm saying Jesus came for the least, the lost, and the left out. The person you ostracize is the person Jesus is going after. <laughs> Remember, the Bible says, leave the 99 and go after the lost one. Jesus came for the lost ones. We found. He came for the lost. There's some lost people in your family. <sighs> There's some lost people on your job. My dear friends, if we want to meet real needs of real people, then like Jesus, we must touch the untouchable. We must forgive the unforgivable. Pastor, forgive. I can't do that. You don't know what they did to me. Close your eyes. Say, Father, I release them. In the name of Jesus, I let them free so that I can be free. I forgive so I can live in Jesus' name. Amen. See, forgive us And you go look at your name and say, it, let it go. Or you won't grow. Come on, y'all know y'all got that. If I say their name, you start cussing. We must forgive the unforgivable. We must befriend the despicable. Reach a soul that's hungry. Reach out and touch a spirit in despair. Reach out and touch a life torn and dirty, a man who's lonely and you care. Reach out and touch that neighbor who hates you. Reach out and touch that stranger that meets you. Reach out and touch the brother that needs you. Reach out and touch and let the smile of God Touch through you. There's somebody on your job that needs a touch. There's somebody at your job that needs prayer. You may say, Pastor, I don't think it's going to make a difference. You don't know. And you have to make up in your mind that we are ambassadors of Jesus Christ. We are God's hands, we are God's mouthpiece.
1: so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab thanks again for supporting we'll see you next time on fresh wind radio